Aloha mai kako, aloha, welcome to Mana Bombs Podcast, powered by Pomahina Designs. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis. And me, John Henchett, standing in for Kulani Jeremiah Wong today. Mahalo, John. Before we begin, it is Mahina Olalo Hawaii, Hawaiian Language Month, and today's word is mahalo. Mahalo means thank you, and it's a reciprocation much like aloha. And so when you see the word mahalo on trash cans, Remember, it does not mean trash. It means thank you. It's a reciprocation to say thank you for throwing your trash in the receptacle. We appreciate you. (laughs) So the word of the day is mahalo. Also, I want to do a quick shout out to our patrons on Patreon. Thank you so much for supporting us. We have Anne Romero in New Mexico. Mahalo so much. To know that we can reach outside of Hawaii is so important to us. And we want to mahalo you for being a patron, as well as Karina Travis in Oahu, in Kapolei. And she's the owner of Noeau Designers. So if you ever get a chance to go to Kamakanali'i, which is the mall in Kapolei, please visit her, share your aloha. If you didn't know, Pomahina Designs is in her store, so you can get your Pomahina on Oahu. Thank you guys so much. We really, really appreciate you. Mahalo. So today's daily mana bomb is... You can't force someone to respect you, but most definitely refuse to be disrespected. Our focus, boundaries are a key value that is important to our emotional sustainability. And your engagement, what types of boundaries do you have and how do they apply? So I'm going to have our guest speaker share his thoughts on this daily monobomb. Boundaries has been a tricky one. I would say I grew up with very strict boundaries until my sophomore year in high school. I started messing up. I skipped pretty much a whole year of high school to run around, do things that I wasn't supposed to be doing. To correct that action, my parents kind of just let go. Said, do what you want. And when I had that freedom to make my own boundaries, I started making the right choices. Started doing good in school, doing good in sports. Um, from there, I went to the military in a long-term relationship. And while I was deployed in Afghanistan, I think it was for a year, uh, she ended up cheating on me. Unbeknownst to me at the time, I had lost a lot of personal value for myself. In that losing of this value I held for myself, I started shifting these boundaries to allow people in my life that I could control or use as a source of gaining power. And it wasn't until fairly recently in a whole amount of space that I really figured out that this wasn't a source of nourishment at all, but it was actually detrimental to who I was as a person and what I offered as a person in relationships outside of this projected relationship I had with myself, just drawing this mana from this really unhealthy space. So in recognizing that I was using this unhealthy source to gain mana for myself, I was able to correct it and cut that out of my life, cut out people from my life that were taking, like people would just be my friends so they could use something or get something out of it. I was finding value in these people because they needed me for something, but they didn't need me. They just needed what I have in establishing these boundaries that no, I'm valuable. I'm the, the source, so to speak of this mana that I can share. It's not what I have, it's what I offer. There was a lot of people that I actually had to cut out of my life. 
or just lessen their presence in my life for me to find this value within myself that they didn't see. Being in this space, I've found a lot deeper and more meaningful relationships and healthy ways of finding nourishment within myself and having a nourishing environment of friends and co-workers, colleagues. Wow, that sounds like a huge journey for you, which sounds like it took years. It didn't sound like that was something that happened within the last six months. That sounded like something that happened from childhood up into your adulthood. What specific boundaries did you create that you saw was different from your past? Mm. Specifically, I had to remove those people from my life or remove myself from those people's lives so that I could have more meaningful relationships. In the time that you were finding these boundaries, kind of being very loose in your life, did you ever find yourself projecting any of that? Because you had mentioned that the relationships and friendships that you had were not reciprocated to you. But did you ever think that maybe it was reciprocated? Maybe you were projecting a certain type of being and way that in essence, it was projected back towards you and you're only seeing it as its projection versus maybe how those people truly are? Oh, definitely something that I reciprocated or even in some cases possibly originated. You've talked about it in previous Madabam's podcasts about you are the five people that you hold around you. You will emulate that behavior, emulate those patterns. I was definitely holding this type of people around me and for sure projecting the same behavior myself. So I was guilty of probably being what these people were to me as I seen them as takers. I was definitely that with them or with other people in my life. Wow, that's a huge reflection. So you've gotten to a point where now you're seeing for yourself, you don't want to project that out anymore. Now that you've shifted that mindset for yourself and created those boundaries for yourself, how has it been for you? It's been really good. I've been able to not just have closer relationship with friends or romantic relationships. I've been able to have a a more intimate relationship with myself and respecting myself and respecting my own value. That's huge. I think we forget how important boundaries are. And we always think we have to set boundaries, right? For people not to cross. But we also have to recognize we have to set boundaries for ourselves not to cross. Because sometimes we get a little free with our boundaries and we think we can handle. Sometimes those boundaries are there for a purpose. And I always like to use that analogy of the white picket fence around your house, or maybe even the papuhaku, the rock walls around your house. They're created for boundaries. Anybody that crosses that boundary is in your property and you are liable for their being. Anything outside of that boundary, that's not your problem unless you make it your problem. I guess what I'm trying to say as an example, creating the boundaries helps you sustain a space that you have control over. That was a big one because we don't necessarily have control over everybody else, but we do have control over ourselves and sometimes our spaces. So like my house, if anybody was to come into my house or intrude into my house without consent, What happens to them is my responsibility. And I have to take accountability for that. 
Now, if I was to do the same thing to somebody else and intrude into their space or into their house without permission, I have to also take accountability for that as well. So that's a good example of a physical understanding of boundaries. Now, how does boundaries become emotional stability? That's another thing we want to talk about as well. We don't recognize emotions are attached to a lot of our experiences and our actions, whether they're memories or something that's happening right now, or the fact that we use an old memory to guide us into maybe the things in the future that don't allow us to be as free as we want to be. And I know that sounds very contradictory because we look at boundaries as structure, square, box, but really it's not. There's a difference between boundaries that are more freedom-based and boundaries that are more fear-based. Most of us live in boundaries that are more fear-based. I say that because I have an example of when I was younger, non-consensual physical attributes were taken upon me, crossed my boundaries. What I recognized as I got older, my body was something I just didn't want to give to anybody at any old time because even in relationships, it took a, a while before the physical came into play because of what happened to me in my past. And it's not to say that it was anybody else's fault or they were going to do anything, but those memories stuck to me. I was bound by those memories because my boundaries were non-consensually crossed. That's one aspect, but there's also the other aspect of maybe something like that happened to somebody else. Sometimes it steals their worth so much that they want to give of themselves in the same manner it was taken. And so some people tend to go through a place where those non-consensual physical boundaries were crossed and then they feel so unworthy that they're giving it away. I felt unworthy to the point where I didn't want anybody to be a part of it. It wasn't gonna be of value to somebody else. It's just different ways of doing it, but our mindsets were exactly the same. So those are physical boundaries. And how does that emotionally become unstable? It's because we live in that place. And it's not to say that we cannot forgive or we shouldn't forgive or we cannot forget or we should forget. I think it's just, we cannot be bound by fear mentally and emotionally. At sometimes we have to just freely let things happen and have the confidence to know that we can handle it. Yeah, that's, ooh, that was a big one for me. That emotional stability is important. And we talk about that in relationships. And I don't know if you have anything to share about that. I think you shared a little bit about your marriage and how that affected you with your ex-wife and how that carried on for relationships forward. You know, sometimes we stay in relationships and I talked about how those non-consensual things happen to us, abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. And we stay because we have children, because we're married, because I have nowhere else to go. Those boundaries were crossed. And then we stay, stay in it based off of fears. We have, the other boundary we have is not leaving because I can't penetrate that boundary to something better because we don't know what's on the other side of that boundary. And that's fear as well. It could be better or it could be a lot of work and worse. How has it been for you as far as maybe future relationships? How have you dealt with boundaries either you've crossed or have been crossed upon you? Mm, when you talked about what you've been through and the fear it caused and your reaction of closing down and not sharing 
of yourself in that way and how in a different perspective, which I think I would be more related to is when my boundary was crossed and my value was decreased and I was very desperate for friends so that I would give of myself without valuing myself and I would have friendships or even relationships that were not valued in a true sense to me. They were just very superficial and surface level when I found the value in myself, when I feel that I made true boundaries to love myself and to surround myself with people who love me for me, I was able to, like I said earlier, find more meaningful relationships with not just the people outside of me, around me, but with myself. Finding your own personal value and not living in fear has been the most freeing thing that I've experienced in my life. That first step must have been very scary. That first step was very scary. It took maybe a decade of me fighting it and putting my projections on other people and just being stubborn and sticking in this train of thought, this way of thinking that there was value in all these things that there really wasn't value in for me. Just finding value in any little thing. I would project value into things that wasn't there. It was just my own projection to perpetuate this feeling of worth where I wasn't getting any value. How has it been when you created boundaries and removed yourself from situations? How are those situations now? I wouldn't know there's boundaries I don't see these people. (laughs) And establishing good boundaries When you understand that a boundary needs to be set, maintaining those boundaries is really important. I think one of the biggest things, right, when we go into this fear base or we're going into something with enough strength to create a boundary, one of the biggest key points in that is communication. Sorry, you don't have to be an asshole about it. Maybe right now is just not a good time. And maybe just making those kinds of statements or not leading something on to think that there's something in the future, communicating in a way that right now is not a good time. And I don't know when a good time is going to be. I need to get grounded again. And I need to be with myself for a little bit. And that could take a year. That could take five years. That could take a decade. It could take forever. You know, you don't have to be like, no, I don't want to be your friend anymore. No, I don't want to have my side salads with you anymore. It's more of, I got to remove myself. That's really interesting. Because if you're setting a boundary, let's say with a friend, and you're telling them that something isn't nourishing you or something is taken away from you in that relationship, a real friend would respect that and give you that space. And then you guys can work from there. But, you know, the people that are going to be like, no, and taking it personal and attacking you for just expressing how you feel aren't really the people that you want to maintain a friendship with anyway. So you can kind of weed out who's there truly for you and who's there for what they can get from you. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a good gauge to see the realness and genuinity of the actual relationship. Yeah, it takes just communication so that we don't have to be afraid all the time and do it with aloha and grace, as I always share. Mm-hmm. Always do it with grace but be very real about it. And sometimes having to be very upfront is more important than to lead somebody into something else, thinking something else is going to happen. Using your communication skills to that most power 
is important. Wow, that was a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any advice? Anything else you want to share? Yeah, be true to yourself. If you have to set up a boundary, don't have fear of setting up that boundary. If it's going to be something that protects you or feeds you, make sure you set up that boundary. That is great advice for today and our daily monobam. So we're going to sign off. It's me, Kanoi Lani Davis on the islands of Molokai. And me, John Hatchett, standing in for Kulani Jeremiah Wong. Aloha! Aloha! Thank you, everyone, for spending some time with us today. Please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, and listen to what happens next.